Hi, and welcome to episode four of NYC K-Pop Queens. We're so happy to be back with you another week. I'm your co-host, Charity, and I'm joined with... Hey, everybody. It's Emily. Thank you for joining us for another episode. This is a special episode. All BTS. It's a BTS-only episode. I apologize to you multi-fans out there. We're multi-fans. But we thought to celebrate their seven years of being together with Festa ending, um, it really went out with a bang, no pun intended. Um, (laughs) We thought this would be the episode. Let's talk about BTS. They've given us so much content recently. So I'm excited. How do you feel, Charity? I'm super excited. Um, BTS is what got me into K-pop. So They're like my ultimate number ones. So I'm always happy to talk about them and especially to celebrate another birthday. Yes. And they gave us a lot of content this week. So much. When was your first Festa? The first one you watched and you remember being like excited. Mine was 2018, that summer, because I started like really hard scanning them in 2017, but it was the fall. It was American Music Awards. So my first Festa was two years ago. Actually, this was, well, this, last was year then. this was my third then. I did 2018, yeah. 2019, 2020. This is my second Festa because I, although I saw them, you know, you sent me the video of them at the uh, Music Awards. I did not get snatched fully until I saw them in concert, which wasn't for like 10 more months. So I would listen to stuff here and there you would send me, but I was not fully snatched like I was after the concert, which was then I was down the rabbit hole, living in the rabbit hole, built a house in the rabbit hole. I live there now. <laughs> I was I was alone <laughs> in this rabbit hole for like a year, pretty much. It was, yeah. it was a sad, yeah. lonely thing. And I kept pushing it on all my friends like a drug pusher. And Charity took the bait. And here we are. Um, <laughs> so we have a lot to talk about. I say we just dive in. Who watched yeah. Bang Bang Con Live this weekend? We did. <laughs> We did with lots of coffee. Got up and watched it at five o'clock in the morning. Yes. I feel like it was easier if you're on the West Coast because that was like two o'clock in the morning. So you just stay awake for sure. For sure, that's what, like what I did for the SM ones. Like I just stayed awake. It was fine. This one was a little bit of a challenge, and I kind of like I kept thinking I was doing something wrong because you know it took a while to start. It was like the graphic and music videos. And I was just yeah. so panicked. I was like, oh, my God, did I miss it? Do I have the wrong feed? <laughs> so thank goodness for Twitter because everyone was saying, like, you know, what they were seeing. And we knew we knew it was working. We were all sitting there waiting together. <laughs> yes. Um, so I loved the opening. I thought the stage looked really cool. Like when they came through the doors. Um, yeah. Dope. It was really cool. Like really, really cool. Um, and I like dope. It's a lot of energy, great way to start a show, great choreography. And I will say too, I think they all looked really handsome and rested. This might be the yeah, most for sure. Right? Like, yeah. This might be the most rested I've seen them. So I know coronavirus sucks. What's going on sucks for them, for the fans, for everyone. But silver lining, they're getting some sleep. They look great. I um I have to say that I loved that they did a lot of old songs, songs yes. that we haven't seen them perform in a while, which gives me hope that these are going to be songs that they're going to have in their concert. 
Yeah. That's kind of what they teased that they were giving us a, a little sampling. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. The old songs, the new songs, we got some new stages. I know Army has to be so excited about that. I mean, it was it was a lot. Um, what performances stood out? What were you excited about? Let's just get into it. I I liked, of course, the subunit with Jungkook and Jin and J-Hope. Um, what is that song? Jame Vu. Jame Vu. Oh, yeah, I yeah, loved that was it. Cute. It was really cute. I loved how it was black and white. And then at the end, it was color. They're all wearing the same thing. And it was such a simple kind of stage and the outfits it, I just loved it they sounded great and I thought it was cute when Jin talked about how nervous he was like his legs so were shaking cute. to perform it I think because they're so good they're the best performers in the world they are I'm just gonna say it they're the best performers in the world um 100% you forget that they're still like human beings who get super nervous and I think as an artist anytime you put something out for the first time it's so unnerving and you're so scared to put yourself out there and hoping people like it. So that, I thought that was so cool that they gave us new stages and admitted they were nervous and hoped Arby liked it. We loved it. Thank you. <laughs> we loved it. Um, so that one stood out to me for the new ones. What about you? I um obviously my bias and my wrecker. I'm gonna be biased but <laughs> I I love I love when they do songs together I loved their outfits they were like very 70s although they were making jokes that they were like their dad's outfits from the 80s and I'm like no these were these were some 70s outfits here buddies I would um, say I 70s they looked really cute 70s or 90s there was a little bit of like color really? me ba- color me bad and like there were some 90s uh looks in that Millie Vanilli look a little bit but I thought the outfits were ridiculous. I was laughing the whole time. So funny. They were ridiculous. So funny. I just love seeing them. Usually when they're rapping, the songs are hard and emotional. And this one is yeah, so fun. Yeah. Like the choreography when they started dancing, I died. It was so cute. I liked the beginning when they were standing back to back. Yeah. And I was like, Nam June. I mean, we obviously know he's tall, but he looks so tall. He looked very tall. Um he looked extra tall. Yeah, I'd like to get close up to them at some point big hit (laughs) let's get close up i need to see their heights in person because as we know in hollywood and everywhere else people lie about men's height i mean on dating apps they all say they're 5'10 oh my god right so like (laughs) everyone knows that like that's tom cruise lists himself a lot taller than he is i just wonder if Nam June is really what, what do they list him at? 5'11? 5'11. He looks like he's like six feet. And then how, he looks like 6'1. Because then how tall yeah. is Uni? If he's 5'8. Five 5'7. Five okay. I thought he was 5'7. Maybe he's 5'8. No, sorry. No, no. They say he's 5'9. Yeah, there's no way. There's no. Yeah. Then because then he would only be three inches nine. shorter. He looked about at least five inches shorter. Yeah, for sure. But for sure. we don't know what shoes they were wearing. And they always were really oh, fashionable, yeah. thick sole shoes. Yeah. So Nam June could have had on shoes that had a thicker sole. We That's will true. fair enough. We'll investigate because we will. <laughs> there's definitely a height difference. But I will say, I want to give a huge shout out to Uni. He looked the cutest to me. His hair the entire time. This yeah. new haircut. I'm usually partial to like a blonde sugar. I love the blonde hair, the white hair, 
That's my favorite look on him. But this black hair with almost a little bit of undercut, it's shorter. He looked fantastic. I loved every single outfit. I loved the hair. I thought he stole the show for me. I'm really, he's wrecking me hard. No, I thought he looked really good. Um, but I'm, again, I'm, I'm partial. Um, but yeah. <laughs> My favorite old song that they did was Just One Day. Yeah. And, uh, I love that song so much. It's one of my favorite throwbacks that they do. And I don't think we've seen them perform it in concert. No, have we? no, no. Yeah. They, we definitely yeah. have not seen them do that. I think I will lose my mind. Yeah. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, I mean. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't play with it. Take that shit serious. I don't know sure. if they will. They have so many songs now in their catalog to fit in to a set list. But I would love to see some throwbacks and some like not the you don't have to do like songs from your first album, but give us songs from like the fourth album. You know, <laughs> they have, yeah, yeah. they're so prolific. They have so much material. There's a lot to choose from. I don't envy Big Hit and BTS picking their set list, but we wouldn't mind. To, what would mind? you do? If they performed Spring Day in the concert, you know what, what you I do? would do, Charity. <laughs> you know what I would do because you had to sit by me the first time. I, the, ladies and gentlemen, the first time we ever saw BTS live, um, it was when Charity was just like, okay, I'll go to this concert with you. I'm not really into them. I was dying. I was so excited. It was the highlight of my life. Like I was counting down for months. And when they played Truth Untold, Actually, wait, sorry. <laughs> when Jin did Epiphany, I had a total nervous breakdown. Yeah, you did. Tears you lost your mind. Streaming down my face. <laughs> like, just streaming down my face. Like, so, like it was like an emotional release. It hit me so hard. And then they do Truth Untold. I had, like, a nervous breakdown for a good eight minutes there. <laughs> um, obviously, if they did Spring Day, uh, obviously, I'm not going to be able to handle it. Like, that'll be the end of the podcast because it will be the end of my life. <laughs> and, and you know what that is one of the best ways i can think of to go like i will die I mean, yeah i will die while they do spring day um i love that song so much and i thought when they performed that at the very end it was so perfect for right now it's such a bittersweet song and you yeah. know it's about well i'll see you again and and you can tell like all of this is weighing on them and you can tell like Everyone's struggling. This this isn't fun. And the realization that the earliest we're going to see them is 2021. That's really hard. I know. And, and I don't want to spread rumors. So they haven't they haven't said that. But just based on the way the industry is working and other shows that I was supposed to go to that have been rescheduled, it, there it's not going to be rescheduled this year. Yeah, based on New York just being phase one right now, New York City, that is. Yes, where we are. I don't know where all of you are. We have so many international listeners that we're really grateful for. Um, What is it like 
what's it like in Tokyo? What's it like yeah. where you're from? Because where we are, um, we're in what they call phase one of reopening. So we're still in quarantine. We're still locked down. Yeah. In New York City, we've been locked down and alone since uh, the second week of March. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's pretty rough. Um, we're definitely not having concerts here anytime soon. I feel bad for all the music acts touring. That's how they make their money. You know, I know people always are like, I don't feel bad for these millionaires, but music careers are so short lived that yeah. you have to strike while the iron's hot. And especially for these K-pop groups, the males who have to enlist in the military, losing a year is a massive deal. Massive. So it just yeah. adds to the devastation for the fans and the group. It's just, oh, I'm going to start and crying. also <laughs> them not being able to connect with the fans. Like yeah. they kept talking about that and, and wanting to, then they kept pretending to cheer for each other because they obviously don't have army there cheering. Oh, when they did the fan was so chant. sweet. I know the fan chant was yeah, so the fan chant. I was dying. I also liked, um, I liked zero o'clock. I would have liked to hear the whole thing. It's such a pretty song. Yeah. And it was just kind of one that they did like on the couch after they did Ugg, which I also love. And I love how Tay gets yeah, so turned during that. Tay is so <laughs> turned during that song. He's like the rap line hype boy. And it's so fun to watch. Um, Go-Go is always fun. I like the choreography that for that. I, I've always yeah. enjoyed watching them perform that. The choreography is so cute. And it's just fun. It's like a fun party song. Um, what did you think about the boy with love remix? That was like, a, I liked it. I liked the umbrellas. It was kind of fun. It was like singing in the rain meets a disco or something. Right. <laughs> I thought it was cute. Yeah. I thought it was cute. Yeah, I did too. I like that they're mixing it up a little bit because we've seen yeah. the boy with love choreography. We've seen that stage quite a bit. So it was neat to see yeah. a different element coming in. I liked that a lot. I thought it was really cool. Uh, yeah. what else? Oh, so there was one part where I could not stop laughing and I was so happy. I don't know about you. I know it was early in the morning, but I was dancing around and like, really my energy level was through the roof during this, but towards the end when they performed, um, and Pan, um, um, Pan man, oh, when they, there was like a, so the giant <laughs> army bomb flying yeah. around. It was the funniest, cutest thing I've ever seen. I was oh. dying. That I love when they perform that song more than anything. It's always so fun at the concerts. I'm sure all of you have seen, especially last the last tour they did. Yeah. They had the inflatables that they slid down and bouncy houses and they're living their best life in that song. Oh, it's so fun. It's just like a fun. It's another like just cute, happy song like go, go. Like it's a fun, super fun song. Um, the speeches made me a little emo. I was a little emotional. Those, yeah. They always yeah. are. When you see them live, it's different with K-pop groups. You know, our groups don't do that. They don't do the whole like introduction thing where they say hi and state their names. And Western groups I'm talking about, American groups, they also don't do individual speeches towards the end where they're kind of taking yeah. it all in and thanking everyone and saying how they feel. I think that's something really special in K-pop. And I'm always so receptive to it. I think ARMY is too. Um, but theirs made me, made me a little sad. And John Cook said something about, you know, it's a new beginning and looked so sad. And it's just the fact that this is our new reality is hard to take. It's, 
Yeah. I think it's sinking in. This is it. I mean, they prepared a lot for it. (sighs) They prepare for like a year for a tour and to work so, so hard and to not be able to do it has got to be so devastating. And I could not even imagine because also as an artist that's in performer, that's how they kind of almost like they feed off the energy. Like oh, for it's sure. a way to keep them going. For sure. Them. 110%. Like, they're not getting fed. 110%. They're not getting fed right now. It's the only time you yeah. have interaction really with the public. And it's the only time you get yeah. to have that moment with your fans. And you know, yeah. like they've said um, in their docu-series, and I've heard a lot of other artists say, it's the best feeling ever on stage. And then when they go back to their hotel room, they're super lonely. And like, it's like it's like a drug, you know, getting to perform in front of people. And anyone out there who's performed in any capacity, the energy you get from the crowd when you're on stage changes your performance and it gives you an adrenaline rush that you can't describe. So it's like they're missing that so much. I mean, I can't imagine what it feels yeah, like to have a stadium sure. of people with their army bombs out. It's, it's singing with them and then they have to perform in front of just whatever the crew's there, it, it's not going to be, they're not going to have the same high yes. as they do at a concert. Yes. That's for sure. Like the energy is just not, it's not the same. And I want to give big ups yeah. to them, big ups to all the groups that have been doing these live concerts. You know, BTS isn't the only one. They're not the first. Um, we're focusing on them. They're our ultimate and we love them. <laughs> but, you know, other groups have been trying to do this and have been, doing their best to find ways to connect with their fans and put on a show. It's just a different environment and it's sad and we all have to get used to it, I guess, and try our best. I was very appreciative that we got to see them for sure. So appreciative. Just to, it's been so long. It's just, it just makes me happy to like see them and to kind of hear the new songs and see how they're doing and watch how they interact. And I mean, there's just, I love BTS so much and I am so yeah. happy to be ARMY. Um, I thought it was really cool and it was really well done. The production was great, but the way that they left too, like the way that they walked out. Oh, oh, emotional. I, um, I hope they continue to do these. I, I yeah. feel like, I feel like that they are scared to give too much away on the tour. So they are very, secretive and they just give us little tidbits but um yeah I don't think it would ruin anything I think if they did a concert it would be fine thank you because like think about the set list they do we've seen them do the same songs quite a bit it like and I don't tire of it no I know the exact (laughs) routines the faces they make the whole thing and we've seen them do them and we look forward to it so much I mean we'll never get tired or bored and I know it just makes me sad that they worked on this for so long and they can't show us like what the stage would be like, because I'm sure the stage would be amazing. What song do you think they would open with on this tour? I've been thinking about that. And I feel like, I mean, I want to say on, but I, I'm not yeah. sure because I don't know if they, yeah. would, if they would put that later. But I feel like it's such it's since it's new. And last time they, they opened with Dionysus. I feel like it's that kind of same kind of energy. You got to start a high. For and I sure. think they're not going to use an old song. And that's the highest energy song that they have For on sure. a new album. So I think it would be on. Yeah, I think 110%. That's It's such an anthem song. Um, 
The yeah. message, the lyrics, the sound, those drums. It's a marching band. Oh God, I love coming drums. In. It's a marching band coming love in, it. announcing we're here, bring the pain. And it's just like, wow. I mean, that's... That would be an amazing way to open a right? show. I just kept picturing that. Um, and they didn't perform that on the show. No, on the, we haven't on seen the yeah, I mean, we've seen con. the choreography. The Yeah. I keep going back to the Jimmy Fallon performance. I loved it so much. So good. It was just phenomenal. Um, but I think that they would have opened it and it would have been magical and so powerful I'm like there's nothing better than that feeling of seeing one of your favorite music acts and they come out and the first couple songs like blow the roof off the place I'm like right I just love that feeling when you look at your friend and you're like holy crap this is amazing (laughs) and BTS if you've never seen them that's what they do they're they're phenomenal and uh just huge thank you we loved Bang Bang Han it was worth waking up the whole thing was really cool. I hope they do more. Um, but I thought, you know, it was very reasonable for the content we got. I know some people complain. Sure. Some people complain about having to pay. And I totally get it. Everyone doesn't have money to spend on things like this. And maybe they're younger and they don't have money and have to ask their parents. And I remember yeah. being little and wanting to go to concerts. And my parents wouldn't take me. I mean, unfortunately, that's just kind of the way it goes sometimes. But luckily... BTS gives us so much free content so much that I think we can all agree on that. There's, there's a lot of stuff you can see um, and a lot of chances to see the guys and little clips on Twitter. So I loved it. But speaking of content, we're going to keep going with Festa. Is there anything else, anything else I forgot to mention or anything else we should talk about? No, I just, I loved it. And I am here to have more as am I. Oh, I also liked um, when they did the staring contest, Jungkook made the funniest face ever after it. It's been going around on Twitter and it's just really, really funny. It's kind of nice to see like goofy Jungkook. Um, it's so silly sometimes. Yes. And I feel like I haven't seen that for a while. So I've been like really happy watching everything and seeing it. So I love that too. But let's get to birthday party. Birthday party. party. (laughs) The Festa. I look forward to the Festa birthday party (laughs) so much because usually it involves them drinking. Somebody gets drunk. Um, There's usually something emotional that comes up because they write letters to each other. Uh, The the Festa birthday dinner, birthday party, celebration. It's always my favorite thing, I think, in Festa because it's them celebrating um, which is great. Like how great is it to celebrate? They've been together for seven years. They've really, long time. they've really been with each other for 10, you know, they were trainees. Yeah, that's a really long time. That's so long. It's in, in that industry, in their niche, like that's really impressive. Um, I liked that they were, um, basically doing the same thing from <gasps> the very first one, which I thought was cute. <laughs> so cute. The same responsibilities. Um, yeah, yeah. Wait, out of these responsibilities, which one would you want to do? Cooking. You would be cooking. Okay. Yeah, so you would, would do cooking. like what Nam June? I like cooking. who cooked Nam June yeah. and Jen. Nam June and Jen were the Jen. Cooks. I would be I would be more like Jen, although I love Nam June. <laughs> I know how to cook. 
<laughs> he does try very hard. <laughs> yes, he did well this time. He did well this time. But oh my goodness, when he was slicing those carrots, baby, what is you doing? It was no. so cute. And then when he was cutting the mushrooms, I was like, oh my God. He was like scraping it with the yeah, knife. I, dying. I know. I don't know oh. what he was doing. I would do, I think so if I had to do one, I would do... Um, Probably the cake decorating. I love baking and I love doing stuff like that. So I thought, um, Yumi did a great job. Wow, was his tipping, really his frosting, the My tipping and stuff much. was fantastic. It was beautiful. I loved their cake. Jimin. And then Jimin was like, hold on now. Let me get into this. Let me add the the drizzle. I and I don't think Yugi wanted to drizzle. No, you could tell he didn't like it. He was like, why? <laughs> He's like, it looks fancy. And you could tell he was like, eh, I guess. Like, no. But I also liked how he was like real proud of himself. He's like, look, look at this. It looks good. Look at this. And Jimin's like, good job. Wow. I was so cute. Um, I thought Jungkook did a great job with the balloons. He went overboard. He's making like balloon so arches and balloon rainbows. And the helium was really when funny too. I laughed so hard i was dying when he was inhaling the helium yeah it wasn't as funny like when hobie did it but when when jungkook did it i was on the floor i was dying i don't think j-hope did it enough like his voice went from like hi it's me j-hope to like hi it's me j-hope like it was like that it was like an octave whereas jungkook was like hey everybody it's me i'm jungkook like he really went there um (laughs) i also love when he got when he goes into his very deep voice. Yes. <laughs> Cookie is so, so, funny. so funny. He really is. Like, he's the funniest. Um, what else? Oh, I liked it. Okay, so the whole thing was like, they all had duties that they had to do to get ready for the party. Cooking, decorating, baking a cake, um, all of that stuff. It was cute that they were like, oh, we don't have to clean this time. That was hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I really liked it when they sat down for dinner, when they sat down and had a meal together. I think food yeah. is love and that's always where you kind of bond and talk about things. Um, the funny part, I love, first of all, Nam June did well. They all loved his food. Jin's looked fantastic. I was hungry. Yeah. Cause like, let's get real. It's summer. I'm trying to be in shape. Um, so I have been eating healthy. It's not fun. And I was so hungry when I watched that. That's like all I could think about. I was like, oh, that looks so good. That looks so good. (laughs) Um, when Jungkook got up and reheated the food, (laughs) nobody loves food more than JK. JK really goes in. It was so funny. So funny. When they were trying to take the plate from him. Yes. They're like, stop eating. Stop eating. <laughs> and he's like shoveling it in his mouth. Oh, JK. And then when he kept blowing on the food so he could shovel it in his mouth faster. I was <laughs> I was I was cracking up the whole time. He was the funniest person in that entire episode. Right? I know. I know. I was dying. JK is so funny. And he always makes like the weirdest, funniest faces. Like I think what's so endearing about Jug Cook, he's a really, really handsome guy. And he's like the center. He's this great vocalist, good dancer. He's kind of like the, this perfect guy. But when you watch anything and you watch him for five minutes, he's like a totally fun, goofy spaz who doesn't seem, he doesn't seem focused on like being a heartthrob. He's just kind of like, he is who he is. And it's, 
it's refreshing. I think that's why I love him. He's my bias. Um, Did you notice that he was just drinking straight up champagne? He didn't even bother with the OJ. (laughs) No, he had the OJ first, but he drank it so fast. Yes. (laughs) And I think this one, I think he's the one that got drunk. You know, the, um, when Hobie got really drunk, when he drank beer out of like the silly straw and he was like partying and then he, there's all this funny, um, memes and gifs of him like looking like he wants to kill himself and i don't know audience i don't know i don't know if you've ever been that drunk now charity and i are of age we're a little bit older and yeah. i definitely know that feeling where you're like this is the best night yeah. of my life and then all of a sudden <laughs> it's, it's like wow i can't even stand yeah. up i made a mistake but i thought this time yeah jk that is just chugging champagne and he makes a couple of faces, like that face of like, ooh, I'm drunk. Ooh. And he's being like more goofy <laughs> while they're talking. It was just, I loved him so much of this. Um, and then what else stood out to you during the dinner? Charity's like um, everything, the food. Because I, right? <laughs> I wanted to I bring up, there was a moment um, where J-Hope talks about getting dinner with sugar. Yeah, and it really oh. okay. <sighs> BTS boys, we need to have a talk. I know you're listening because <laughs> you always listen. Thank you, we appreciate it. We appreciate you being loyal fans of the New York City K-pop girls. Sugar <laughs> queen. queen. Oh, I'm sorry, New York City K-pop queens. Imposter syndrome. We are the queens. <laughs> um, time to talk. Us to you. Sugar has expressed multiple times now recently that he's lonely and that he wishes he has friends to go to the movies with or get dinner with like the other guys. What in the hell are you all doing? Why are you not inviting him? Invite him to movies. Invite him to dinner. I am like, I'm so sick of all of you going off with your friends and leaving him out. He is a sweet little kitty cat. He's the he's a really loyal friend. He's a great person. Meow meow. Meow meow wants to go to the movies, and y'all better invite meow meow, or we're gonna come get you. <laughs> I have had it because J Hope. For those of you who don't know why I'm going on a rant, um, J Hope told a story where he reached out to him because he knew this was a couple of days before his mixtape came out, and he knew he was probably anxious. And he was like, "Hey, if like if you want to get dinner, let me know." And J-Hope said, you know, he put it out there, like, let me know if you want to get dinner. You say that to your friends. You set a date like a week or so later. <laughs> Shaga was like, great. Tonight, perfect. What time? <laughs> and J-Hope was like, I was shocked. And and he said he was like, I was kind of nervous asking him. And I couldn't believe he was so receptive and excited. So I think like maybe part of his personality comes off aloof and distant when it's just like, that's he's quiet and he doesn't put himself out there as much, but he wants to be friends. He wants to connect like that. It sounded like that made his night and he was so excited to talk about everything. So BTS stop being afraid of him. He wants to be friends. Um, Yungi, I'm just pointing it out there that I'm always available. Ugh, always. So I would always. happily always. be your plus one. Always. And, and, <laughs> and you love to drink. We love to drink. Like yeah. you're just, if these boys don't start inviting you, trust me, you've got the New York City K-pop queens, Will, and we're really fun, yeah. and we appreciate you for who you are, and we will drop everything. Tonight, sure. I'll go right everything. now. Yeah. Right? Let's go. 
fly to freaking Seoul and go have I'm some drinks. Gladly. <laughs> I, what I wouldn't do to fly to Seoul. To leave New York right, right? now. <laughs> New York, we love you. We're New York City girls yeah. through and through. The Queens will always be here. But uh, yeah, I would take a flight right now to Korea in a second. <laughs> um, so the offer is out there. We'll gladly get dinner with you. The rest of the BTS guys, please invite him. Jin, invite him fishing. Tay, invite him to yeah. the movies. Like June, invite him to the museum yes. or to, you know, when you go to your art things and you go to buy stuff, I'm sure he would love to come with you. Right. Well, maybe not. That could be boring. Jim in, well, <laughs> that could be boring charity. I mean, let's not, let's not force him no, to go no. buy pieces of wood, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he wants to do it. It's probably because they offer to do stuff like that. And he's like, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not going. <laughs> um, but I thought that that was really cute. I thought it was really vulnerable and nice. Um, it was so vulnerable. And then he said that um, before he puts out something, he gets really he gets really sad and down because he's so afraid of how people are gonna you know react yeah. to it. And I was like, that is so sweet. I understand that though. I think there's like as an artist, there's a lot of anxiety and depression um, from the fear of putting yourself out there at that level. So for sure, I'm so happy that it was well received. I mean, what he put out his mixtape is so good. D2 is so good. Um, So it all worked out for him, like killed, killed it on the charts. But yeah, that made me feel a little sad. So everyone, please listen to us and invite him everywhere. (laughs) I also thought something else I thought was really funny um, there was one point where they talked about like, where do you want to be? What do you see in the future? And Tay was like, yeah. I want to see your kids. <laughs> and they were like, and what? They quickly, quickly were like, the ones we're going to have. Yeah, like, I we think. don't have them now. So, <laughs> so funny. And Tay always brings that yeah. stuff up. Like he's such a, he's going to be the best father. He's so family oriented. Yeah. He's so obsessed with kids. It's if you're not in love with him already, then he does stuff like that. And it's like, oh, my God. It was so cute. And then someone said, and maybe in 70 years. And then Tay was like, why not 20? Like, he's like, I want it to be sooner. <laughs> it was so, so cute. cute. Um, I also, though, like when they wrote, they called him the scrolls where they wrote those little messages to each other. And then they were posted yeah. later. I was a little concerned with Tay's. His were all like, I know you're going through a hard time. I'm here if you need to talk. Like every single person's message to him. Did you read those? They were very, uh, oh, I didn't see them. very specific and very, everyone else would be like, Jen Cook, you'll always be the baby of the group. Keep smiling. And you know, stuff like that. And Taze, what they wrote on his was like, I know you're going through a really tough time. I'm here if you need me. Like every single member wrote that to him. So I was like, Aww. oof. You know what it is? It's because he knows you're back with Jungkook. <laughs> probably. That's probably Charity. I did I didn't want to bring it up, but as you loyal listeners know, I jumped ship from my Jungkook bias. Um and I switched to Tay. And then Jungkook and I are back together. He's my bias. So you're right. Tay is probably devastated. And trust yeah, me, I this is not an easy decision to pick JK over Tay for my bias. I love Tay. Well, I'm sorry, Tay. I'm sorry things had to be this way. I mean, you never know. (laughs) 
<laughs> you never One know. Day, you might have a shot again. Maybe next week. <laughs> you never know. And like every time I see them in concert is when he snatches me and I look at charity and I'm like, he's my bias now. So <laughs> next year when we see them on tour again, finally something could happen today. I let's do one of those, um, performances on the bed singularity. You come with that energy again. I'm not sure how JK and I are going to do, honestly, <laughs> JK is a wild card. That, that, that yeah. kid's all over the place. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, the funniest thing when they were talking about what they first noticed about each other yes john cook said he first noticed nam june's thighs right <laughs> yeah that's when i was like i was like same he's, same because i'm obsessed with his thighs i will go down rabbit holes on twitter <laughs> of long threads about his thighs so same same Drunk hook, same. That's when you can start telling he was like drunk too. And then he's yeah. like, what about J-Hope? And he's like, he gave me a food pack from the fridge. And then and then Jim's like, yeah, because he didn't want it. And that was so <laughs> Like they're such I brothers. Was cracking up. I was cracking up so hard during this whole thing. They're such brothers. So funny. I also thought, yeah. honestly, this one felt really refreshing because I've watched all of them. Um, I, you know, obviously when you become a fan, you go back and watch everything. I don't know if new army, I don't know if new army does that, but I know a lot of us do. Like when I became a fan, I went back. I wanted to watch and listen to everything and really know everything about them, not just what it is now. And I thought there was a stark difference in last year's and this year's in a good way. I think, yeah, I think last year, they were really at the top of their game, achieved all their dreams. There was something that felt a little disconnected, uh, a little superstar to me. Um, and I remember there was something that like stood out where they were talking, Tay was talking about angels, his angels tell him stuff. Yeah. And they kind of made fun of him. And there was just some stuff that I felt like was like, eh. they're all like really um, you know, a superstar status. And I was worried, are they going to go that way and become those guys? Yeah. And luckily they're they too big for their britches and they did not. And they did not. Yeah. That, there was something last year we've, we've talked about it multiple times Yeah, where that video just rubbed me the wrong way. Cause I thought I've seen this so much. You watch these like groups, these guys, these young singers, and they're so like humble, wide eyed, and then they make it and they kind of buy into their own hype and they don't, act as humble and they, you know, all that stuff. Um, and, and not that they did that. I'm not saying BTS did that, but there was just stuff last year where I could kind of see like, Oh, is that going to go this way? Are they going to go this way? I was a little worried. I honestly think it was when they got to take the break toward the end of last year. Um, I think that was, was this end of the summer last year. It's like a year ago. They, got to actually completely disconnect from one another. I mean, I think they saw each other some, but they really got to have their own time. And it's, it's necessary when you're a person, like when you're surrounded by people 24 seven for how was it at that point, nine years straight, nine years of being together and six years as a group, always on camera, always on camera, camera. It, it has to, it has to affect you. Yeah. It has to. So yeah. they got to disconnect. 
They got to like recharge, get back to who they were. A hundred percent. And when they came back from that, it was was completely different. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Like it was kind of, they reached that superstar status. And I think it's burnout is almost the word I'm looking for. There was a a visible burnout um, just from being around the industry for so long. Like most people... Y'all listen and probably think I'm crazy and I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and maybe I don't, but we've been around the industry. Um, you can see it. You can see certain things with artists. And and I saw it last year and I was a little bit concerned. So good job, Big Hit, for finally giving them vacation and a break, real break. Right? Not a break where they're still yeah. filming run episodes and they're still filming this and this. A real break where they, I think they had three weeks, which... Doesn't sound yeah. like that much, but for them, that probably felt like three months. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, and then I remember when we felt like they seemed like themselves again Yeah, was when they did Bon Voyage. Yes. Four. When they came back and did Bon Voyage, yeah. watching that about halfway through, it was like, okay, the joy is back. The life is back. Yeah. Like the, everyone yeah. needs a reset and these guys work 24 seven you know, without a break. It's such a tough industry and K-pop, the level that they do is even tougher than everyone else. So I think that did them a world of good and it was great to see. And I just felt like in this Festa this year, there was, it it felt really good. Even though there's a lot of negativity, clearly devastated about the tour being canceled and coronavirus and everything that's going on in the world. But there was something that felt like they were back. Like, and they've mentioned missing army so much, you know, they didn't realize how much until we're not there. Um, sometimes that's what it takes to humble yourself and realize sure. how good you had it. Um, yeah. so I just, I just hope you can't take it for granted. You cannot, you cannot, this industry moves so quick. People forget you really quickly. I think K-pop's different because the level of things they put out bond us with them so much that yeah. there's such a loyal fan base. But even then, your career isn't a hundred years. You have a finite time. So yeah. um maybe that's why they work so hard. Maybe that's why they put out so much stuff. They clearly get it. But it's good to see them feel a little happier, look well rested, uh, and be honest. I just I'm always shocked at how honest they are. Very much so. And maybe that's why Army connects with them because they don't give yeah. the canned answers in interviews. It feels they talk about vulnerability. They talk about being sad. They talk about going through really tough times. Um, and so it connects It connects us. And I hope, I hope BTS keeps that. I really do. Yeah, because sure. I think most of Army are mature enough to understand when they talk about how they're sad. That's, that's okay. It's okay to talk about your feelings. They'll be okay. It's relatable. Yes. Yes. A hundred and ten percent. And I think it just bonds us even closer to them. I know for us it does. And probably a lot of you army out there listening. So thank you, BTS, for being so vulnerable, letting us into your birthday party. It was fun. It was great. (laughs) But we always learn something. You know, I feel like every year they'll bring something up that I'm always like, wow. Right? (laughs) You're like... We had no idea you were going through that. No idea. We had no yeah. idea. Um, but I love. I loved it. I thought it was really cute. And it was. It's funny because we're talking about all this stuff like that felt feels heavy or you know whatever. But it still was really fun and a light vibe. 
Uh, the room was gorgeous. J-Hope and Jungkook and Tay decorated it really bright and happy. So cute. It was cute. I'm just happy for them. That's a huge achievement. Happy birthday. Yeah. We love you. Congratulations. <laughs> and now, are we ready to move on to the ultimate tearjerker? Yes. <sighs> we talked about it last week. I said when this video it's, it comes out, we're going to die. I think it on uh, what was it? Wednesday or Thursday? We knew it was gonna come out on Friday. We'd be talking about it. Well, it came out. Uh, of course, we were talking about "We Are Bulletproof Eternal," the music video that they dropped for Festa. Um, whew. these cartoons really hit me in the heart. <laughs> like it's a cartoon. I I know, but it just oh oh my god the emotion. The, from the first the emotion in so much emotion <laughs> the song i mean that's one of my favorite songs off the new album because of the lyrics it's you feel it you feel it and you get it it's like a it's like a magic shop microcosmos kind of to army song and i love this this is by far my favorite to army song oh by for far. sure oh for sure yeah. because this one feels more personal the other yeah. ones feel like like Mugger Cosmos is like, you've got me, I've got you, we're in a fun place. Yeah. And even Magic Shop, like I'll be your Magic Shop. Yeah. This one to me is them telling us their story and how bad yeah. it was and how good it is now. And and we're part of it. And it feel, from the very opening of the music video with June looking at himself, like himself now yeah. and himself from the beginning, yeah. I just went, ooh. Oh, here we go. JK is no. walking alone and Tay's walking and his glasses blow off his face. It's like, I, I can't. It just right away. I was like, oh, I'm going to cry. I'm going <laughs> to cry for sure. Um, And in the lyrics, when they scrawled the lyrics on the wall, I think it was during J-Hope's part. And it says like so much pain, too much crying. I was like, ugh. Right, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, Imagine how how much they've gone through. Like, I could not even. They've been through so much. And then even we when we've watched videos where in the beginning, like when uh Yungi was being interviewed by like these hip-hop artists and they were giving him shit for being in a k-pop group yeah. and wearing makeup yeah and it's like you know what f you i'm sorry like well they also don't. have the whole industry against them i mean there's so many yeah, videos like, of fans turning other fans turning off their light sticks like i don't know like they just had a lot enough love to go around they just had a lot of people saying they were going to be flops and rooting against them from the very yeah. beginning um so they had to work really, really, really hard. And even the, in those first couple albums, everyone's like flops, flops, flops. Um, it's a lot. Like I thought, oh my God, when they're all like going through it in the video, there's like literal glass being thrown at yeah. Suga. June's drowning. I was just like, I cannot stand watching them all go through this much pain. And then... Mm-hmm. There's a, that moment where June walks out and it's clearly the music video from, um, what is it? Young Forever. Uh, and then they all join him and they join him yeah. and they start walking and then they start running through the music videos. 
that I love that killed me. That's when I started crying. Like when they start running through run and I need you and blood, sweat and tears and not today. It just felt so nostalgic. And then of course, like they're the spring day setting when they hit the bridge and it's Tay doing the bridge. Tay on an emotional bridge is all I need. Like I'll die. It's so emotional. Um, it's just so beautiful and sad and like triumphant. You know, they went through so much and then they're lifted into the sky. Right. Surrounded. Were they flying? Was it a, was it a whale they were flying? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, oh, I, sorry. I totally forgot about that part. That's like the best part because there's one little part yeah. of that, that, um, I, I didn't catch the first time I watched it and I saw someone on Twitter post and it's, uh, Tay puts his arms out like he's flying yeah, and Jungkook looks at him, and then he does it too. Oh, okay. And the whole thing is like when Jungkook was younger, he always said, "If Tay does it, I'll do it too." It like I like can't even cry. It's the cutest little oh. image, and there's so many of those little details in that music video. Yeah. At the end, when they're surrounded by army, there's yeah. scenes of them wiping their eyes. Like oh. when they were crying during, I think it was the Wings tour. Like that's what that was. Oh my god, this video! I love watching <sighs> those the speeches when they were crying and like when Yugi yeah. was on the ground because his family was there. Oh my god! Oh, they just did these little oh. details in the video. Every single thing, the stuff that's written in the stars, all of it. It's just yeah. like so perfectly done. I can watch it a million times, and each time I see something else that I didn't realize. Those lyrics are. So, so personal to our experience with them and their experience with each other, like that they went through seven winters, seven springs, and we were only seven, but we have you now. Yep. And I, it just, we have no fear anymore. We have no fear anymore. We are together. They made it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it just feels Um, like they're bulletproof with us. Yes. Now we are not seven with you. Like, there, the end is so satisfying because you watch these little characters. They're so cute, but we know who they are. It's Jungkook and RM. And then they go through all this awful stuff. And then at the end, they're happy and they're safe. And yeah. like, that not that what you want for everyone in your life? Just to be happy yeah. and safe. Like, I pray for that yeah. for my family and friends. Yeah. Ugh, and seeing them, like, I can't even talk about that <laughs> sorry everyone i'm crying um emily and i are facetiming and i will verify she is crying right now i just love them so much no it was it was such a such a a gut punch in the absolute best way gut punch gut punch in the but in the absolute best perfect it was so perfect and so beautiful um Thank you, big hit. Yeah, everyone's going to be crying their faces off when they do that in concert. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. It will be oh. ugly cries all around. That'll be the song that really kills everyone. And just to yeah. be in concert again, I miss concerts and I miss them and I miss ARMY. And I think we're all going to be so freaking excited to see that sea of purple again and get our ARMY bomb. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I don't care if it's five years from now. We will be there. Like, Nothing will hold us back. 
No way. I'll be there with my Koya headband on. <laughs> All my cookie stuff. <laughs> Side note, uh, my, one of my um, cookie uh, water bottles broke today. So rest in peace. What? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sure we're not the only army that has a lot of merchandise. Uh, and I, if you will, <laughs> just a few. Um, and, and like, I, we love the BT 21 characters. Like they're so cute. So I have a lot of stuff and I have two of the cookie, uh, water bottles, one that's like kind of a metal insulated one. And then just a plastic one. I use the plastic one when I go to the park with my dog. Um, cause it's easy to like pour water into the lid. So today he yeah. was trying to eat garbage like he does. Freddie. <laughs> yes, my dog, Freddie. Um, he's a little Pomeranian. He's real cute. He's quite the rascal. So we're at the park. He's trying to eat garbage. I bent down to pick him up and I forgot the bottle was just kind of in the side pocket of his dog bag. And it came out and it made a loud noise and it like shattered. The lid shattered, the plastic lid. So I couldn't screw it back on. So I, I, I just threw it away. Right. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> To my BT21 um, cookie <laughs> water bottle. Don't worry. I'll be on Amazon buying a new one tonight. <laughs> I love that stuff. Like, it's so pathetic. And I always hide it. If you come to my apartment, you don't really see any K-pop stuff. Um, but, oh, it's behind all the closed doors. Like, you'll find something K-pop <laughs> if you look hard enough. I love when... After the concerts, like when we were in Chicago at the airport and you could see ARMY anywhere because they had their yep. BT21 stuff. Yeah. No one else knew what it was. We knew what it was. We knew. We'd look at people like ARMY, ARMY. I remember texting Army, you Army. Um, yeah. when I was flying in for the first show here in New York because I wasn't in New York right, at the yeah. time and I saw somebody at the airport. And I was like, are you ARMY? And she was, and I talked to her. She's gone to the concert with her mom. She's like, you too? I was like, yes, of course. But, but I will say now I wear, I do wear stuff proudly. Like I'll wear a hoodie and things like that now where a couple of years ago I felt embarrassed to, and now I really don't have shame with everyone knows we're the New York city K-pop Queens. So Yeah. There's there's no shame in our game anymore. I, I the BT twenty one stuff. Now. The BT twenty one <laughs> stuff is kind of put away, but the other stuff, I'm I gladly bring the water bottle out. I just don't have it on display. I think is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, my iPod case. There's a lot. There's a lot. Same. My iPod case. My keychain. <laughs> yeah. I have the Koya water bottle at work. No one knows what it is. Yeah, that's it. Um, Luggage tag. <laughs> We have a pajamas. lot. Pajamas. <laughs> we have a lot. And the sad thing I is, I wash my face. I have a headband, a headband that I a Koya headband. Yep, well, I sure do. And the sad thing is, like this was like a week ago. I was just like, oh, I think I need to buy more BTS stuff. I don't think I'm the only army that does that, but I'll just go through Facebook. I'm like, let me go on the Weverse shop. Let me go on the merchandise shop, see what they have. Let me go on Amazon. What's new? Like, (laughs) it's part of being a K-pop stan, especially a BTS stan. We we buy everything. (laughs) Yes. 
I love the face masks, like the <gasps> ones like that. Yes, actual the MediHeal, the MediHeal BTS face masks. They were great. I love those. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah, their products are actually good. Yeah. They're not like crappy. No, I, I stand. Yep. I stand, stand, stand. Um, now we're going to get to the real fun part of the night, everyone. BTS episode, and it's time for Charity and I to play a round of favorites. Favorite BTS Yay. stuff. This is hard. I love a good game. This is hard. And and I'm sure we're going to get into a debate. Uh, we have a few questions. Bring it. And ask any other questions that aren't on the list, like anything else you can think of. But let's start with some of the basics. So, oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Charity, what's your favorite album? Your favorite BTS. Love yourself here. Oh, well, without a doubt. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> that was quick. Someone wasn't struggling to find their answer. Love yourself, tear without a doubt. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I mean, hands down. Okay. Hands down. So many good songs. Like, I, I can't even. Like, I could listen to that album over and over and over again. And I, and I do. And again, I love all their other stuff too. But that one, if I, if, you know, gun to head favorite album, it's Love Yourself Tear. What about you? What is your favorite song on that album? Um, Outro Tear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great and, song. Okay. So I'm, I know like we're picking our favorite BTS song and it's a subunit, but that song is so freaking good. It is rap line at, at the I feel like that is the best yeah. song that they do together ever. And when they do it in concert, yeah. I lose it's my emotional. mind. And especially it's now, such a good song. knowing what now it's about. Know. Jesus. Oh, my goodness gracious. My God. Yeah. I cannot. Now, I have but a my favorite though. song of them that they do all together is, is Fake Love, for sure. On that album. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. do you think that what that's you? your favorite album because that was your first comeback? When you were really in oh, it, maybe, yeah. Oh. I mean, probably, yeah. I have no, you're, I, yeah, you're right. I have analyzed this so much, yeah, because I think any army will relate to pick a favorite BTS anything feels like a betrayal. It's so hard yeah. to pick a favorite BTS something because there, there's just so much great content. How do you pick a favorite? And when I was coming down with this, I thought, what's my favorite album? And my first response at the top of my head was my first kind of comeback, the one that got me into them, which was Love Yourself, Her. But then I thought, mm, but I also like these other two albums. And when I really got into it and made myself pick, um, my, I think my favorite BTS album is The Most Beautiful Moment in Life, Young Forever. And here's why. Yeah, that's a good I feel like it's quintessential bts i feel like so many of the music videos and songs that they still perform and that people still talk about were from that era um yeah i need you oh, i love that run song. silver spoon dope fire save me young forever butterfly i mean the whole album it's classic bts songs so for me that's i think top to bottom, my favorite album. But then I also just have such a love for the Love Yourself series. The yeah. the whole, I, so I think maybe I would do, that would be my first favorite and then Love Yourself answer would be my second. 
because I loved that's kind of the best of of the love yourself series and I love that so so much um and then of the older stuff probably dark and wild I love dark and wild I go back to that album all the time so those are I mean that's my top top and then the other two were in contention but to me that's my favorite um and my favorite older song it's hard to pick it really is but I really do like just one day like I Cause I think it's such a sweet sentiment of like, if you could just have one day with someone, obviously in this scenario, if I could just have one day with name June, what would I do? You no know, charity. I would do a lot of things. No I would charity. do a lot of things. I love that you're like, <laughs> I like this song. Cause it's like, if I could just have one day with you, you, you guys might catch this eventually. <laughs> um, Charity's like the happy, like she likes sweet, like nice stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is there a song that's really dark and depressing? Because that's the one I'm going to go towards. Like always. Like just one day is very cute. But I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for truth untold. I'm looking for the heartache. Like I don't, I'm looking for I need you. I don't, just one day. I'm looking for Brian Kobe. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what you're looking for. I'm looking for 4 a.m. fights with sugar. That is my heart. It's like dark, dramatic, anything that's dark and dramatic and sad. I'm like, I, I listen to those songs like with a smile on my face, like, yes, this is it. Yep. I agree. I feel you. And I think you're getting a little taste of who Emily and Charity are. <laughs> Just one day. And I'm like, really? Yeah, I guess it's cute. I'm like, yeah, I want to go to brunch with them. Yeah. I want to go to brunch. <laughs> I'm like, I want to have a fight in the middle of a heated relationship. Oh, my God. But anyways, <laughs> I knew this was going to be so fun. Um, what was the next favorite? Was that song? Um, we did album favorite song, which I did. Well, yeah, well, you didn't say what was your favorite song. That's too. That's a hard one. Um, I'm going to say DNA. Only because that's what got me into them. And I think it's a really, it kind of encompasses who BTS is. The song at the time was really um, forward in the music industry, like the EDM elements and everything in that. It was different from what other boy bands were doing. I mean, you were coming out of like One Direction era. So to hear this for the first time from a band I never heard, I was like, oh, what is this musically? But then also the lyrics, the kind of out of this world element, the rap line's really great in that. A little happier, a little cuter. And the visuals in the music video, like the whole thing to me is just when I hear that, the little guitar thing, it puts me in a good mood. It makes me happy. Um, That would be if gun to my head, I have to say DNA is my favorite. But of course, there's like the ones that just kill me, the ones that I will always gravitate towards, um, you know, I think we all, if you're a real BTS fan, probably have at least five to 10 favorite songs. Oh God, so many. <laughs> right? Like the, the other one. Giant playlist, 20 songs. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. it's at least 20 songs. Um, but gun to my head today, it's DNA. It could change tomorrow. It probably will. Okay. What is your favorite music video? Is it DNA also? You go first, Charity. Fake love. Okay. And I and I know that I don't usually go for the dark ones, but yeah. I just think they all look so sexy. And I feel like it's the 
the song is seems more even stronger emotionally when you see the music video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a darkness oh God, to yeah. that that's yeah. so heavy. Um, I can appreciate darkness. And I love that, you know, <laughs> that was a continuation of the storyline that really yeah. is what drew me into BTS. All of the storyline in that video, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those scenes where J-Hope's, like, in the room, the childhood stuff, the candy curling up in a ball – like there's a lot there that's heavy and really well done. But again, I'm going to call you out because you're coming back to your, your comeback. The first comeback yeah, yeah. Is, is always the strongest. You're so much like yeah. connected. It's yeah. what makes you fall in <laughs> love with them is what you end up falling for. And for you, that was that. Yeah. For me, it was love yourself, her. It's Pied Piper. Yeah. It's DNA. Um, but you, but no, I think you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But I think Fake Love is a great video. Fake Love, the song, the video, and the era for BTS was a really special one. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, that's like what drew me in, really. Yeah. And then it's, what's crazy is when I went to see them in concert, I going to, like, of course I would see stuff on TV and, like, my family would call me if they saw them on stuff because they knew that I liked them. But I can't explain to you the level of snatch drum that I was when I went to that concert. And after I went full-fledged consuming everything, yep. I mean everything for days on end, I would watch. Yeah. I watched all the burn the stage and all the videos for like four hours from like start to finish so I could yep. watch the storyline. Yep. Um, and then so I felt like. I was kind of cheated out of my first concert because I didn't go when I was at my peak of, yeah. of being really immersed. Yeah. So when we saw them in Chicago, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Chicago. Yes. When we saw yep. them in Chicago, that was the first time I went when I was fully full-fledged snatched. Yeah. And it was such a different kind of concert. It's a life change. It, the thing is like it really hit. anyone who has the opportunity to go to concert, whether you're snatched or you yeah. don't even know who they are. Because you can't walk out of it and not be a mega fan. It's one of the most impressive live performances you'll ever see. It's just yeah. such a different deal. If you've gone, trust me, I've gone to every boy band concert in the world. They're different. This isn't your typical boy band. It's yeah. so special. Oh, um, okay. My, do you know what my favorite music video is? <sighs> I'm trying to think. It's going to be one of the real depressing ones. Mm -hmm. Yes. Michael Jimmins like killing himself uh, yeah. oh, in the bathtub. Yep. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> My favorite BTS music video. Really, like, <laughs> this is one that I don't have to choose. Like, the video I always come back to, the video I show people all the time, it's I Need You. I, it's my favorite BTS video because, like, when I got into them, I watched the DNA music video that night and then I watched mic drop, which really made me fall for them. I was like, yes, the hip hop that I'm here for it. Yes. Then I watched a little music video called I need you. And I was like, what is this? What is this? They're all going through breakups. This one's burning his house down and killing himself. This one's drowning and crying in a bathtub. Did that one just take pills and OD in the middle of a bridge? Oh, this one just killed his father, killed his father and stabbed him in the stomach. Oh, this one's out on the street fighting. Like, I was like, what the heck is going on here? And I am so here for it. I, I couldn't believe I've never seen a quote unquote boy band do a music video that depressing in my life. 
And then yeah. when I yeah, it was really. <laughs> then when I read the um, the comments and got on Twitter, I realized, oh, there is a lot going on here. There's a storyline, and now I have to yeah. dive into the story, which is also depressing and dark and beautiful. And that's I think what really snatched me with BTS was that storyline. That whole storyline yeah. that was finished, I'm kind of sad that it was finished. I think it was a very satisfying end um, because there were so many theories and it was really nice to kind of read the book series thing and get... Yeah, that was, was last summer, the book I series? Think so, yeah. I think that was about a year ago. Yeah. But I was sad to see yeah. it end because watching everything connect for years in these music videos was so powerful and beautiful. And what a story. Ugh. That's the first thing I tell people about them is that storyline and how yeah. it spans so many years. And it's really and deep. Intricate, all the it's really yeah. deep. It touches on a lot of dark stuff that, again, yeah. is relatable. Like, just seeing people be happy and in love or just seeing hot guys dance, okay, that's fun. But there's no longevity, in my opinion, to that. Like, same, yeah. it's very, um, it comes and goes. And that's why so many boy bands come and go because there's no depth to what they're doing this story yeah. that big hit and bts told it it it's a gut punch in the best way because it's relatable like seeing them going through this stuff and they hit on those themes a lot they hit on loneliness themes a lot they hit on struggling quite a bit um and i truly believe everyone that loves bts how do i say this they were struggling with something when they found them that's that's my theory. Yeah. There was something missing or some sort of struggle. And these guys come into your life and this world comes into your life that all of a sudden you don't feel alone. And it's such a like 1000%. Right? Okay. Hopefully I'm not crazy. Um, and, and no shade. If there's people out there that are like, oh, not at all. I'm the happiest person ever. And I just love their music. That's wonderful. That music. I mean, that, they've got great music. You don't have to. Yeah. But I've always found it from other army, you know, so many people say stuff like BTS saved my life and it's not cheesy and it's not, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you, you know? And I think, I think that's why they draw in such a vast array of, of people and cultures and age ranges yes. and ethnicities yes. and places in life. Because yes, because it is so deep and because it is so relatable. Yes. No matter how happy you are, there's you can relate to a really sad time. Everyone For has sure. been sad in life. For sure. Fact, everyone. And when you see someone else being sad, you can relate to that. You're not feeling. alone. Yeah, you're not alone. You're not alone. For sure. It connects you. For sure. It connects you. hundred and ten percent. The dark stuff connects you a lot more than the happy stuff. Pain is For so sure. universal yeah. and it's a a powerful connector. And this K-pop group from Korea has found a way to kind of connect with people from all over the world. And I think you're exactly right. The shocking thing from the first BTS concert I went to, and when I really started getting deep in the fandom, you know, creating a Stan Twitter account and the whole thing, it was different from boy bands that I knew growing up here in America because the age range was different. It's not all 13-year-old girls. Um, yeah. So much more diversity, so much more diversity in the crowd, all different, yeah. all different um, religion, sex, race. It was just shocking to me. I've never seen a f group, too, that has so many 
and this is like a total positive, but I've never seen so many straight guys at a boy band concert. I've never seen so many reaction videos from hip hop fans who aren't ashamed to like this K-pop group from Korea. I love those videos. And I love that in our culture and society, people are comfortable saying, I like what these guys are doing. I don't care if people hate on me. And I think Charity and I have experienced this quite a bit. Uh, People giving us crap for being (laughs) obsessed with this K-pop group. And I'm sure people listening probably have someone in their life that makes fun of them for it. Um, You're not alone. Oh, well. Yeah, you're not (laughs) alone. We're there with you. And a lot of people are. But what's cool is like, none of us care. You know, it means so much to me that I don't care what other people think of me for it. I don't care if they're going to judge me for it. I don't care. And seeing hip hop guys do reaction videos and say, that's my bias. It's so cool and so refreshing. Um, They've changed the game in a lot of ways. And maybe we hit on it tonight. Maybe it's that universal pain. But that stuff for me, I always, like I said, I always gravitate. Dark, dark, dark. That's what (laughs) I want to see. I love dark stuff. I love music. TV shows, movies, I like to see and be able to relate to that pain for sure. It's like, it's my favorite, my favorite form of art is that I think the best art comes from pain. Um, but the storyline and the stuff they did in those music videos, I need you and run those music videos. Ooh, so, so good. Oh my gosh. Love, love, love. Okay. So what's next? Favorite? award show performance they've done a lot of amazing ones they really have and my favorite and as soon as I say it you're going to know you're going to have a visual everyone is going to have a visual because everyone has seen it the 2018 mama performance um in Japan when they did Anpan Man when, they, when June was in the spacesuit jacket. Okay, yes, yes. Right when you said that, I was like, that was like they were wearing right. the ridiculous outfits at the end and that circular, yes. the circular stage. Well, only, yeah. Yeah, only his outfit was really yeah. ridiculous. Everyone else's was just like poofy, like, you know, like Jim and Hill, like yep. I think his was silver poofy jacket and like, you know, the rest of them had like white jackets and black and silver. And Nam June comes out with the spacesuit. Yep. And then at the end, he falls in his butt and it was so funny but again i love when they do on pond man in concert because they are so happy happy. they have so much fun every single time you see them perform it no matter if it's an award show if it's on a festa if it's in their concert it to me is them at the epitome of having fun with their friends on stage for sure and I and it's infectious. love it so much. Like, it's infectious. I'll be watching it on TV. Yeah. I get up and start dancing and laughing. It's just like... So much fun. It's so fun. Um, What's your favorite? I have... Okay, I have two. Because I had to do the 2017 American Music Awards DNA performance. Because I knew you were going to pick that That's one, yeah. like what brought them to the yeah. United States. That's what brought them here. And what started them becoming massive, massive stars in the United States. It's what introduced me to them. Um, And it really was groundbreaking. Like, it's like the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. It's these guys that look different, sound different, just totally, totally different. It was was such a game-changing performance. 
And then the other one that I really came to mind because I think it was kind of the best of what BTS does. Um, 2018 Melon Music Awards. They started off with three kind of dance solos by J-Hope, Jimin, and Jungkook. And they were those traditional props and they were loud and gorgeous. It was so stunning. Like I think Jimin had the fans, right? Yes. Yes. Jungkook had this big like scarf things on his arms. It was a very powerful, all three of the solos. Um, and then you had like the Chinese dragons that were really brightly colored yeah, and it went into yeah. idol and it was such a superstar performance. Um, yeah. it, and by the end, they're kind of out, I think in the middle with like dancers around them. And it was just like a really triumphant performance. I think like when they were really reaching that, wow, biggest thing in the world status. Yeah. So those were the two that stood out to me, but it's hard picking up, picking the best award show performance they've done so many there's so many year-end award shows um that they attend and put on great stages so i'm sure all of you listening have a lot of other opinions but that would be mine okay what is your favorite red carpet outfit which again i immediately I did you immediately in my head i have one that's definitely my favorite but there's another one that i want to give a huge shout out to um my favorite red carpet outfit, 2018 Billboard Music Awards. So it's like the year after they first won and they were just in head to toe Gucci. Yes. And it was like right at the moment where that was like a thing. Um, you know, they were kind of broke that everyone wears Gucci 24-7 thing. They were head to toe Gucci. They looked so cool and young and fresh. It, yes. They just looked, they were perfectly coordinated. And I thought they were so appropriate for the event. Um, and Nam June had the sunglasses on and like God and that tiger shirt. Yeah. Like they all yeah. just looked so cool. I just thought it was like, I always look I at think They looked really cool. They looked cool. Every, and everyone's yeah. outfits were good. I always look at that too. Like, okay, he looks good, but like, ugh, I'm not crazy what they put him in. Um, I thought for that one, they all had really cool outfits and they all fit their personalities. So that's yeah. my by far favorite. And then I also want to give a huge nod. Uh, the first time they went to the Grammys. First time they went and to the we Grammys. Picked the same Is one. that what you picked? First time they went to the Grammys and they came so formal, which I thought was like adorable. It was very respectful because like outside the United States, um, the Grammys are the biggest music event in the United States. Grammys are the biggest award. But our people treat it like rock stars. Like they go to the red carpet. Yeah. A lot of them dress loud and kind of weird bts was so respectful they came in tuxes with with a korean designer i mean it was just it was such a moment for them and that was the one where they kept panning to them in the audience when jungkook was like crying with dolly parton right there is why jungkook (laughs) sorry to go on a tangent again but right there is why jungkook's my bias because every time they the camera went to him he was like singing nine to five and then Dolly Parton does a duet with like Marin Morris, a sad song, and John Cook's crying, and all the other guys are giving him crap, and he's wiping away tears. And I'm like, "That's me. We're very emotionally connected to things. We're vulnerable and emotionally connected." Uh, sweet. So that's what you pick too. Yeah, yeah. So my favorite was Grammy, and then my my like you know shout out was to the the Billboard when they were in Gucci, <gasps> but in the suits. 
Oh my god! In the suits, I yeah. died when they walked out. Nam June yeah. again. I'm gonna go to my bias. Had his sh- like collar unbuttoned, yeah. and he didn't have a tie on. Yeah. He had those freaking glasses on, and everyone was googling the guy in the glasses. Yeah. And I was like, "That's Nam June. That's Nam June." <laughs> I, was just, I was so proud, and I thought they all looked so so good. Like again, yeah. they. They were this. They were dressed in the same, but they weren't exactly all the same. Yeah, it was very cohesive. Um, like yeah. sometimes you can tell they were a designer collection. They always were the same designer, but I might not be a fan of that runway. I might not like what that designer did because some of the pieces don't, in my eyes, really go together with the others. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes there'll be five that look like they came from the same collection, and then there'll be two. And I'm like, what is that? And it's not them. It's not that the stylist picked something different. I just might not like what the designer did. These looks yeah. were so cohesive. They were really like great collections. Um, and the Grammys, wasn't that the one where Tay had the green hair and everyone was like the guy with the green hair? It, it yeah. was like mint yeah. th- or something. Th- yeah. Tay stole yeah. the Grammys. Oh, yeah. Tay's so good. Like He looked really good. Tay's so good at posing. We've talked about every group has a supermodel. Tay's so good on the red carpet posing. Like he has his pose down and people just fall in love. But that's so funny we picked those because they've had so yeah. many. I mean, I really, off the top of my head, I kind of knew my favorites. And then once I started going yeah. through images, I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I also love um, how excited all of ARMY was when they went to the Grammys. Oh, I mean, it was the biggest it night. It was palpable. It was the biggest night. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never experienced something quite like it and, and how everyone was, I was very proud. Like when they were on TV and it was so funny, it was yeah. so cute. Cause obviously my family knows my love and they were like, we're watching. This is so cool. <laughs> no, it was, it was the, even my mom yeah. said that my mom was doing the same thing. She was texting me about it. Um, it was a big deal. And I think last year I liked their Grammys looks. They went a little yeah. more casual dress coats. They looked great. But I think um, it wasn't as magical because I think they kind of last year felt like they got screwed a little bit. I'm just going to say it. They sure did. They, they sure the did. Grammy committee kept building them up and kept inviting them to things and, you know, invited them to the Grammys. They performed with Little Nas X and they didn't get any nominations. And it felt at, with what they put out, the Love Yourself series, that should have got a nomination. It was really, yeah, one thousand. I felt like they kind of, oh, I was sad for them. Um, but you know, for people outside the United States, award shows here, or I don't know what it's like in other countries, but they're all kind of rigged and they're all kind of political. And there's amazing acts that have never even been nominated. And there's people that have won 10 that have like two fans. Like it's not, it has nothing to do with sales. It has nothing to do with talent. It has nothing to do with how good a record is. It's all this behind the scenes politicking. So I think it's awesome to be like excited for them with that stuff. But it's important that ARMY remembers these awards don't mean anything. Um, They've already made it in America. You know, that first when I think Billboard opened it for them when they won that Billboard Award. Then the next yeah. year they won it again, plus best group. Uh, that kind yeah. of solidified them for yeah. sure. I would just love to see them get a solo stage on the Grammys because more yeah. people watch it. the Grammys as compared to the American Music Awards or the Billboard Awards. But yeah. if they don't ever win one, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I agree. I agree. 
Okay. And what is our last one? Oh, this is a fun one. Okay. Our last question for BTS. What's your favorite? Charity, what's your favorite season of Bon Voyage? Um, it would be season three, Malta. <gasps> That's what I picked. <laughs> That's what I picked. <laughs> Yeah, it was my favorite. Oh, my God. And it might have been because it was my first one watching it live. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching it every week and you and I would talk yes. about it. And I Obsessively. was so excited. I would stay up yes. late watching oh my God, it yes. because I was so excited. Um, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I loved I loved I loved them having to find the place. And then remember they split up to see who was going to find it first. Yes. Like the, the place they were staying at. And then when they were going fishing yes. and, and, and it just, there was just really, really funny. Like there's so many funny moments. The whole thing I thought was really funny and it was also really pretty. I've never been to Malta. I never even thought about it. Yeah. And in yeah. watching that charity and I've talked about it, we have to go. I mean, it looked, it was so beautiful. Yeah. So peaceful. I always like seeing things that are in a different setting from what I'm used to. Um, I take for granted that I live in New York. You see New York in so many movies and TV shows, but all these other settings I'm always transfixed by and like, wow, that looks cool. I want to go there. Malta was just beautiful and different. Um, And that was the one where Jungkook and Suga went out for drinks and Suga teaches him how to drink whiskey. It was so freaking cute. (laughs) And that's where they do Irish car bobs. And that means friendship. Um, And then remember Um, how... Isn't that the one also? Oh, go ahead. Remember how Suga then left him after he got Jungkook drunk? He's like, I'm going back yeah. to the hotel to sleep. And Jungkook, I'm going. Jungkook just like <laughs> walked out of the streets by himself. And then remember when he um, he sang, which is called like busking, where you sing on the yeah. street for tips. And that little boy came over and shook his hand. Cute. That was the cutest. Wasn't that also the same, the same one with Jen? Uh, he, <gasps> he went by himself to eat a lot. Yes. He went into that bar. Yes. Friends with the... Tender. Oh my God. He was friends that with the owner. So He's like, you're my friend now. Jin is so sweet. Jin's always trying to connect. He connects other people and he wants to connect with people. He's the sweetest. Like he just, um, Jin's heart is so obvious. Yeah. It's so sweet. He's just the sweetest. Yeah. That I think so too. I think the first one where they kind of do, um, Europe, like Northern Scandinavia was great yeah. because it gives us a sense of their personalities and that's the one where, like, yeah. um, they get in a fake fight, like, on the train. Tay's, like, an actor and stuff. Like, there's... G- and then Nam June loses his passport, so he can't go with them the last part of the trip. Um, Someone left their suitcase on the bus yes, or something. Yes, I think that was June. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one. I mean, that one is so fun. Um, and then Hawaii was fun, too. Like, Hawaii was fun. Um, it was fun when they were, like, d- hula dancing Hawaii was JK fun. was mad that he couldn't drink. Yes. JK really is my boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, remember in Malta when they were buying souvenirs and he just bought like alcohol? Yes. <laughs> I remember telling you, why is JK you right now? No, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Like we're we're soulmates for sure. We really are. JK JK and I, I'm sorry, Tay. I'm sorry. I apologize. Hard time. You're strong. You're the most handsome man in the world. You'll get over it. But JK is my bad. He was so he was so funny. Um, and then I loved this last Bon Voyage in New Zealand. We talked about yeah. it felt like them coming back together after such a whirlwind with no break for years. Yeah. And it was kind yeah. of them coming back together and getting 
back into the swing of things and finding joy again. And I loved it. Yeah. And it was, that was another yeah. one where the setting was so different and spectacular and beautiful. Oh, yeah. beautiful. oh my goodness. I want to go so bad. In the helicopter. Yes. Oh, oh my God. It was beautiful. And when they do the bungee jump thing, like that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. We, uh, like we have yeah. to do that. I want to go to New Zealand. Yeah, I would do that. I would do that for sure. It would be really fun to actually organize a trip where we go every place they've gone. Like do Scandinavia, do Hawaii, do Malta. And the next year you do New Zealand. Oh my God. How fun would it be to do like an army trip yep. and do like a group of people? That would be so fun. Yep. Well, Okay, who's with us? We can figure it out. <laughs> We've got ideas. I'm really good at planning things. Yeah. Really good at planning things. We've got ideas. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Be so fun. I mean, I just want to get to Seoul before anything. I've never been to Korea and I'm really desperately wanting to go. So hopefully New York City K-pop queens take a trip to Korea soon. Um We'll see with this stupid coronavirus, but <laughs> but it's, we have so many travel plans in the works, especially since we haven't been able to go anywhere or do anything like stuck in our apartments in New York City. Now it's like, you know where else I want to go? Let's go to Malta. <laughs> hey, do you want to go to New Zealand? We'll do everything BTS did. Sure. I also love on their trips, though, how they do everything themselves. They drive, yeah, yeah. they cook. The whole thing is like, yeah. it's so not everyone has a chore it's so not what we're used to um us americans are pretty spoiled ex but especially the celebrities they travel with an entourage of assistants private chefs personal trainers yeah. 10 nannies for the kid like our celebrities here never lift a finger and especially the child stars they don't know how to cook or clean or do laundry right? Like the Justin Bieber's of the world have been surrounded by an entourage that does everything for them since they were like 12 yeah. years old. It always impresses me that these K-pop groups live together and have to cook for each other. And very humble. Yes. And maybe that's part of the work ethic too. Like yeah. they work so hard. They don't have, the culture is very different and I admire their work ethic and their culture. Things over here are very much more like, entitled and I was just gonna say that yeah nobody especially like young stars aren't mm -hmm. going to cook for their backup dancers and aren't gonna clean yeah. like they're not gonna do anything our stars here are treated like gods and they never lift a finger and they have huge entourages do it all for them it's not like it doesn't and you always see that in the bon voyages yes when they're walking around separately and they're buying an ice cream and they're buying a drink you always see them buying it for whatever crew they're yes. with <laughs> they're so cute i love that it's yeah. like the opposite they always travel with an entourage but it's crew filming them it's not people doing yeah. things for them no, um, no. Yeah. and i think that's another thing that makes them feel more relatable like I have to clean my apartment. I have to figure out what I'm making for dinner tonight and do the dishes and do laundry. And like seeing them do those mundane everyday things, I think connects yeah. us to them a lot more. Grocery shopping. Yes. They're always doing that. And that's, that's really smart of Big Hit to show that because it, again, there's such a close relationship with ARMY and BTS. Yeah. I'm so proud to yeah. be an army. I'm, I want to know what everyone listening, I want to know all your favorites. Um, yeah. Like, please follow us on Twitter, NYC K pop Queens. 
shoot us a DM, interact. We're so excited to see that everyone's listening and we have people from all over the world. Thank you so much. Really, thank you. Um, yeah, It's nice that we have people that feel the same way we do. At least that's what we're assuming. Yes, so that's what we're hoping. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're hoping you're not sitting there like, oh, do I hate this idiot? Uh, <laughs> oh, she's talking again. Because you can relate to us. Yes. And how we feel about all the K-pop groups. Yes. Um, the whole reason we're doing this is to connect. We've talked about that a lot tonight, how BTS connects with us. We want to connect with other fans and other passionate BTS and K-pop stands who maybe don't have people in their life to talk to about this stuff. So they're on Twitter. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have you. I really don't. Well, I had no one until I finally brainwashed you. I know. I know. I I sat there for a whole year with everyone being like, you're crazy. And I was like, whatever. And I was just on Twitter all the time. I got on Stan Twitter and I would just tweet with people. I'd be like, okay. Like it's things like that. Like tweeting with people and listening to podcasts, listening to people talk and be like, oh, I have the same thing. And Watching reaction videos always makes me feel so like, yes, yes, that's how I felt. Or you laugh with people. It's nice to connect with people who are in this with you. And we're definitely in this with you. Everyone listening. I have to say, we were already obviously like best friends before. But I feel like this was such a level of bonding that we have now. Oh, for sure. Um, It's it's insane. And we all hope. Yeah, we hope that you have a best friend that you can bond over this with because it keeps me sane. No, for <laughs> Especially sure. Especially during quarantine. It's, again, it's like the ultimate, it's the ultimate escapism. K-pop yeah. is escapism. You go into this different world visually and musically. The whole world yeah. is just an escape and everyone needs an escape in some way. And again, I think... BTS comes into your life when you really need it. I know when they came into my life was a really tough time, a really bad time in my life um, where I definitely needed an escape. Uh, And I know I'm not the only one. They do that for a lot of people. And as cheesy as it sounds, and no one knew this at that time, you know, that's kind of what kept me going. That's the only way I found joy was I was like, oh, there's a new run episode today. I'll watch that. These little moments of like a half hour run episode from these guys in Korea made my day. And it's so um, inspiring that art can do that. And I think ARMY has connected with them because no matter what's going on with ARMY, BTS is always there for us. So we, yeah, I just love you guys so, so much. <laughs> yeah. I love BTS so much. And like, I always will. There's no like, eh, whatever. No. BTS for life. BTS for life. Seriously. Um, and you know, I mean, we are the New York city K-pop Queens, but we're not going to turn down a move to Seoul eventually. So, uh, I'm just saying I'm open to it, especially with, the state of the world these days. Just saying. Open. Just saying. You know, <laughs> we would be happy to come to Korea. Um, Peace out of the U.S. That's for sure. Yeah. Go to Korea. <laughs> yeah. And we're also planning to do, you know, little tours of our own. We'd like to meet all of the listeners and hang out with people outside of New York eventually. So hopefully one day we can all do that. But until then, thank you for joining us every week. Uh, this was a special episode. I purple you. 
<laughs> yes, we purple you. I purple you, Charity, and we purple you. Um, we'll be back next week. There's a lot of exciting stuff going on in K-pop world. So for all of you non-BTS K-pop fans, trust me, we're on top of it. We know Blackpink has a comeback coming. Uh, Stray Kids comeback. There's a lot to look forward to this month, but we wanted to do one episode to really honor BTS and celebrate Festa. Yeah. Happy birthday, BTS. We love you. Happy birthday. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.